couple of blocks away from the seminary where I went to school for seven years was a house that was featured on Extreme Makeover Home Edition. It was kind of the one house that stuck out from the rest of the neighborhood. Some of you might not remember it or might be a little young. It was a show uh, on when I was a kid where a family, a deserving family, would be given a brand new house. They'd build it in a week, and in each episode, at the end of the episode, it all culminated with the reveal of the house to the family. There'd be a giant bus in front of it, and Ty Pennington would get up there and say, move that bus, and the bus would move away, and the family would get to see their brand new house. And the whole episode was leading up to that big reveal of their house. It was a huge moment, a lot of tears, a lot of screaming, just seeing their new house for the very first time that looked a lot different than what their previous house was. It was a big, big deal. That reveal was everything. And we have a big reveal moment in our gospel today and in this feast of the Epiphany where our Lord was visited by the Magi and first revealed to the world. Jesus is first revealed to the world by the Magi. Now, we have to look at a little bit of context for this, because this is in Matthew's Gospel. Matthew's Gospel does not have the shepherds. They do not visit Jesus in his account. That is in Luke. So Matthew, immediately after the birth of Jesus, are the Magi. They are the very first people, in Matthew's account at least, to see the newborn king. And they are not from the country or the land of Israel. They are from far away in Persia, which is modern-day Iran. So Jesus is first revealed to the Gentiles, revealed to the world, as it were, at Epiphany, immediately after his birth in Matthew's account. This is God revealing himself to the world. It's like moving that bus, if you will, and seeing what God has made. Seeing this person, this person of Jesus Christ, into the world for the very first time. And if we look at the word epiphany itself, we get an idea of its very meaning. An epiphany is a manifestation of a divine or supernatural being. It's when a divine being reveals himself. And that is what God does today. He reveals himself to the world. But this isn't the first time that God has been revealing himself in Scripture, though. Because he's been revealing himself all throughout human history, beginning at the very moment of creation. The heavens proclaim the glory of God. All throughout the Old Testament, God has gradually been revealing more and more about himself, culminating in the person of Jesus Christ. Think of all the ways that God revealed himself in the Old Testament. Creation the law, the prophets, the judges, and Scripture itself. All of those things God gradually revealed more and more about himself. Little morsels, as it were, leading us toward Christ. That culmination of the, in the person of Jesus Christ. Everything was leading up to him. That's why in the beginning of the book of Hebrews in the New Testament, the author says that God spoke through many and varied ways through the prophets But in these last days, he has spoken to us through his Son. All of Revelation of the Old Testament was leading up to Jesus, to the person of Jesus Christ. And in the Epiphany, he is revealed to the world. And so it's kind of amazing, if you think about it, that a couple of astronomers from Persia, modern-day Iran, were able to read the formation of stars 
go to a small town in Palestine, go specifically to a manger and find a small newborn baby boy. But if we look at the journey of the Magi, we see that it teaches us a great deal. Because the truths of the natural world led them to God. The truths of the natural world, the created world around us, led them to God. They followed a star, a cosmic light out in the middle of space. They followed that toward God. God was able to reveal a morsel of his truth to the Magi through a star, through the natural world. And that led them to Christ. And thankfully, the Magi followed it. They responded to God revealing himself through the natural world. And that same knowledge, thankfully, is available to us today. We don't have to be Persian astronomers, thankfully, or be very skilled at looking at the stars, because God reveals himself in so many ways and through so many pursuits, just even in the natural world. Through science, all of the wonderful truths about the composition of the universe, the intricacies of a human cell or a plant, all of those amazing things show us order and purpose in our world. Or even through reason and philosophy, Again, the order and the, and the structure that is given in the world, in truth, in beauty, all of these amazing things, God reveals himself to us through them too. They come from God and they should lead us back to God. There are ways that God does reveal himself to us today. Now, our world might say that these things really have nothing to do with faith, that the truths of the natural world and beliefs of faith are completely at odds. But that's entirely false. It's entirely false. The truths of the world and the truths of our faith are incredibly similar because truth cannot contradict truth. It's just a fact. Truth cannot contradict another truth. And God, who is truth itself, is the source of all truth. God who created the world and gave it its reality and its structure also gave us faith and would want them to lead us toward God. They work together for us. Faith in reason, faith in science, all of these things can lead us to God. And thankfully the Magi saw that in that star. And that star led them to Jesus Christ. All truth comes from the very same source. The God who created the universe and who is truth itself. He was able to reveal that little morsel of his truth to the Magi through that star. And thankfully, they responded to it. That little morsel of truth led them to the fullness of truth in the person of Jesus Christ. So those truths of the natural world don't really do us a lot of good if they don't lead us to Jesus, right? It would have done the Magi no good if they just looked up at the star and said, oh, cool, nice bright star, awesome. But if they, they actually had to respond and go from modern-day Iran all the way to Israel. And so every time that God reveals himself in whatever way, shape, or form that he does it, it reaches its culmination in Jesus Christ. All revelation reaches its fulfillment in Jesus Christ. So we're called to be like the Magi and to try to find Christ in our world, but ultimately let that revelation lead us closer to Christ himself. You know, all of these places that God reveals himself to us If anything, they're like stars that we're called to follow, just like the Magi did. We're called to see them and to respond to them and to let them move us toward Jesus. And more than that, though, we're called to be led to even another level. Because there's another level of revelation that still awaits us, and that's in heaven. Even as beautiful and as amazing as seeing Jesus in the flesh was, he'll be even more amazing to see in heaven. 
the fullness of revelation reaches its fulfillment and completion there. And ultimately, all of the truths of this world and all of the truths of our faith are leading us there toward heaven, the fullness of revelation where we will see God face to face, hopefully. So this week, maybe we can examine where do we see God? Where do we encounter him? Where does he reveal himself to us, whether in faith or even in the natural world? And ask how we can let these revelations of God lead us to bigger and better things, lead us toward the Eucharist, lead us toward Christ, and lead us to heaven. And may we have the courage to respond like those magi in the gospel, to follow the star and find the true king of our hearts.